Hey everyone, this is episode 88 of Griff's Brained Up. It's me, Griff, obviously. It is Saturday, no, Sunday night, 5 to 10. Super late, but uh, we are going to just power through this podcast really quickly. What have you done this week, Darren? Uh, what have I done this week? Um, performed at Comedy Store. Went all right. Well, I say went all right. I don't know. I haven't got the feedback yet. We'll see. I have to watch the video as well. But, you know, we'll see. If it's any good, I'll put the video online because... I'm not precious about my material anymore. Uh, if I've got a decent video or something, I'm just going to post it online. That is what I'll do. But it has to be good sound. I did like a good gig at Up the Creek, 10 minutes. And it, I had laughed all the way through, but the sound quality of the video, the laugh, you can hear laughter, it just sounds a bit muted. So if there's only one bit you can really hear the laughter, and that's when the roof came off and I did a certain joke, which is fine. But um, did that, ran across London, Got to North London to see Travis J do his one-hour show, uh, one-man show. Fantastic. Inspirational stuff. Just makes me realise I need to keep on pushing and get to oh, that level. Which I want to overtake everyone, really. That's that's the aim. It's competitive out here, isn't it? But so much respect uh, for that dude and stuff. Uh, not, just as a per- not just as a person, as a comedian. As a comedian, that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear you're liked as a person. It's like, okay, cool, you like me as a person. What about as a comedian? Oh, no, I don't respect you as a comedian. You're just a nice guy. <laughs> no, he he's a cool guy, but then as a comedian, he's wicked. Um, I think this is like his fifth hour he's done. Fourth or fifth hour. That's mad. Fourth, fifth hour. Uh, not to chat his business, but he, he only got signed like, this year. So that shows you like how, you know, the industry works in a weird way. You got some people who've never done an hour before. They win a competition where you have to perform five minutes and then they're being signed and getting all the financial backing to take an hour to Edinburgh. And all now you got this dude who's done like four hours and people are like, Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not sure. This guy, this guy does comedy. He acts, presents. He's he's got ex- proper experience in all of them, and he only got signed last year. It just shows you your time will come when your time will come, and nothing happens before it's time. So, fair play to dude. Yeah, it's a slick hour. Um, and considering what he told me about his plans for the hour, he's in a very good place with with this hour, man. Uh, a lot of, a lot of faces turned up as well. Um, a lot of our comedians, or um, who was there, Junior Booker, Ori Styler, Matthew Harrison, Sue Steed. Does any other comedians there? I'm so sorry if I saw you and I didn't say anything. And the other faces from around podcast world, um, both Candice was there in the teeth, uh, Wahala from ESN, uh, Chucky from half cast pods those just faces about man uh, people I've, I haven't seen for oh also Anthony from Band the Bus Kishan from Comedy On so yeah good turnout his family's there as well so yeah it's wicked turnout wicked show um, so like I said I don't want to chat the guy's business about what he wants to do with the show but I'd say just keep your eyes peeled and keep following Travis J. Ent. 
and you'll see what he's going to do with the show. But yeah, it's good, man. He's motivational. I like seeing shit like that. I just like watching comedians who are ahead of me in, you know, in career-wise and stuff, but it's always interesting to see those guys who are, you know, years ahead of me rather than decades ahead. You know what I mean? Like seeing those guys, okay, those are the kind of things I need to do. That's what I need to play with. That's what I need to do. And so it's cool, man. But um, this week, what have I done other than that? Moved house. Woo! Living half shit now. Live with the lady. Built some IKEA furniture. Guess what? Didn't shout at each other once. Good team. I think it means we're destined to stay together forever, innit? If you can build flat pack furniture together, then you can just you can just do anything. Like just anything. We'll make it through anything, okay? I mean, you have this flipping disaster happen in your life. Whole house wiped out by a tsunami. So I'm not sure we could make it. It's like, listen, listen. You remember? You know, we built that two-door wardrobe together. If we can make it through that, we can make it through anything. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. I've totally overreacted. Okay, we can make it through anything. But, um, yeah. So, did that. So that's why I'm sat in the car outside because it's past 10 o'clock and I can't be screaming and shouting. In the house, she's tired. I don't want her to regret living with me within 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I've already annoyed the shit out of her. She knew what she was signing up for, so it's alright. Um But yeah, what else has happened this week? What what has happened this week? Bill Cosby. Eh? Bill Bill Cosby. I don't feel in the mood of talking about Bill Cosby. But I guess I guess I because everyone's gonna talk about him. Got his sentence in three to ten years in prison. Now, it's kind of like the Serena thing. It's happened all over again, but people can't say two things are right at the same time. Two things are true at the same time. All right? Here's the thing. Yep, there's systemic racism, systemic oppression. Against black people in the US in the judicial system. Fact. Okay? Fact that black people get harsher sentencing. Fact. That there's lots of other white male celebrities who have done similar or worse crimes who are yet to face any jail time. Fact. Fact that there's lots of false testimonies from some women when it comes to sexual assault and rape. That happens. Fact. That, you know, the law seems a bit unfair when there's both a man and a woman intoxicated and the woman wakes up and regrets it and then it's only the guy on the hook for rape fact that Bill Cosby was a powerful and successful black man who had a lot of influence fact here's some more facts though right that there isn't really much evidence of Bill Cosby doing much for black people or the struggle you can argue that. Okay. You can argue that. You can argue lots of other things. That he's, he hasn't really been that progressive for the culture. You can even argue that, yeah, Bill Cosby, the Cosby show is one of the best shows in its era at the time. These are all like facts and opinions. They're all quite irrelevant. The fact is, the man admitted to drugging and having sex with women. And now he's going to prison. And if you're arguing that that's not fair, 
I don't know what you're arguing about, really. Okay? Like, are we now arguing that rapists shouldn't be going to prison for raping? As I, ha- as I said on my Facebook, the guy has had a solid career of raping. Prolific. He's n- There you go. There's your alarm. It's always nerve-wracking when your alarm goes off, isn't it? Why are the front lights on, though? That's what I'm trying to understand. My lights are fully on my car. I don't really know what's happening there. There you go, now they've gone off. Oh, God. The alarm goes goes right through me. Oh dear, sorry, what was I saying? Yeah, those are all facts, but the guy raped. And rapists should go to prison for, for rape. Prolific career of raping women. Like, let's say, I mean, over 60 accusations. Let's say half of them are true. That's 30. Let's say half those are a bit murky. That's 15. Look, if you're even accused 60 times, if one is correct, then that's all that matters. The one time you rape someone, you should be in prison for that. You know? But 60 times, it makes me doubt that none of them are true. You know, I think they're all true after 60 accusations. Nuts. I don't know, man. I feel like there needs to be a video of teaching people how not to rape. So I don't think it's that hard to not rape someone, but clearly for... Oh, Pill Cosby there, it was, it was difficult. Um, it's, it's nuts. And just the, the judicial system in the US is crazy. Like, they managed to nail him, but then the same judicial system as, uh, you know, drafted Brett Kavanaugh to the, what's it called? The Supreme Judicial Committee. He's going to be a part of that. It's just a joke anyway. Like, the whole voting thing. There's 15 people, no, 25 people on this panel, 12 Democrats, 13 Republicans. Brett Kavanaugh is a Republican. Guess what? The 13 Republicans voted yes. Bring him in. The 12 Democrats voted no. Wasn't that something that's very predictable from the start? Like, surely they need a system where you have some independence on the panel. It's just some balance. So you know it's not a farce from the beginning. I don't know, I just think it's just a bit dumb. I think it's just really, really dumb. Just that whole system, man. Whole film system's a mess. And um, it's just people's attitudes towards arguing. I, I don't, maybe it's me being naive, right? I just don't get that each time it's a court case or it's parliament, it's never, it's never like a seeking of the truth or the right answer. It's always, I've got my side, I've got my views, now I'm fighting that to prove it. I mean, like, I don't get that. Like, surely in a court case, right, put it like this, a man's accused of murder. Let's say that, right? So what usually happens, you've got the prosecution go, this is the guy who's on the stand. We're going to prove this guy murdered this person. The defence will say, no, we're going to prove he didn't murder this person. All right? But my view is this, surely as you're going through the case, you then start to establish, actually, 
this guy probably did do it. Like, even if you're defending the guy, there should be part of you goes, yeah, yeah, no, he did it. Do you know what I mean? That you should just come to a conclusion, of, yeah, look, we decided, hey, we looked at the evidence, yeah, he did it, man. Put him in prison. I'm not defending him. He did it. And vice versa. Prosecution be looking at evidence going, doing what? The theory to nail this guy to this case is pretty out there. So maybe he didn't do it. But instead what happens is, no, there's the admin. It's that guy. It's that guy. It's that guy. It's that guy. Gets found not guilty. The family's crying, going, oh, I can't believe he got away with it. It's like, maybe it wasn't him. See, same with this Brett Kavanaugh thing. It's like they both came with their kits on. I've got my blue kit. I've got, I'm Democrat. Or I've got my red kit. I'm Republican. Let's go. Let's play football. Oh, one team's got 13 players. One team's got 12. Unfair advantage. But we're backing our guys. He's wearing the same colours as us. Rather than looking at it again, seeing what's going to happen, let's see the evidence. Well, maybe he's not fit enough. Or actually, maybe he is. But instead, Republicans' attitude was, we'll get through this. This is just formality. This, he, he will be elected to this panel. Democrats were like, we don't give a shit what comes out of this. He's not getting in that position. See, again, it's just nonsense. Farcical. These are people that run the world, run these countries. These are smart people. These people get paid the most. These people we listen to. And they still argue like basic human, basic humans. There's a smarter at it. But at the end of the day, it's I've got my view. I'm going to bash you over the head until you agree with it. I know. It's fucking dumb to me. I can't stand it. I wish there was a better way. But um, there's me putting the world to right. This this been entertaining, right? So entertaining, this podcast. Um, what else has happened? Has anything actually happened in the news or in the Twitter sphere? Um, let's see. Let's have a look at the Twitter sphere right now. How shit are Man United at the moment, though? Um, I, mean, I don't take the piss out of them too much, but they are a bit shit. What is this? Something is absolutely trending here. What is... Ah, okay. So, so Ashley dinner date. It's Mike Ashley. I thought it was like there was some contestant on dinner date and something was going mad. Um, don't know what's going on really. Okay, cousin of the Queen becomes first member of the British royal family to have same-sex marriage. Okay, that's fine. Gwyneth Paltrow is married again. What the fuck? And that happened. Um. Anyway, let's get to dear Deirdre. And there's Emma Watson just being the you know the darling of everything. Isn't she a darling? Oh, that's not that pissed me off actually. Yeah, so in that um, in the Brett Kavanaugh thing, you got that Doctor Ford. Um, fair play to her. Fucking have to recount that shit in front of the whole country. Imagine that. Being sexually assaulted, and you have to tell the story in front of the whole fucking world. Live stream, YouTube, go, tell your story. All right, cool. Thanks for your story. Didn't matter. Get out. Fuck that. But um. He was saying Alyssa Milano was there, the founder. 
the creator of the Me Too movement. I am sick and tired of these Hollywood white ladies taking the credit for the Me Too movement. I've seen Ross uh, Rose McGowan be credited with discovering Me Too. Um, Asia Argento, I've seen her being credited with it. Alyssa Milano, I've seen her be credited with it. And none of them started it. None of them. It was Tarana Burke who started it, okay? Tarana Burke started in 2006. And it was popularised by Alyssa Milano in 2017. But no, Tarana Burke is just a boring black woman. I'm not trying to be that guy. But she started it. Right? Civil rights activists not get the credit for it. It's nuts. It's not shocking. But it's fucking annoying. And, and I doubt she wants to be like, oh, yeah, give me the credit. Because it's not like she's trying to, you know, lose focus on what the actual cause is. But fucking hell. Let's give her the credit, isn't it? All these women now feel like they've got a voice to, to, you know, to discuss these crazy things that have happened to them. Let's give credit to the lady who bloody gave him the strength to do it. Anyway, that's me just putting the world to right. Let's get Dear Deirdre. Okay. Dear Deirdre. I went, went a bit, um, you know, racistly Chinese there. Dear Deirdre. I'm having a passionate affair with my co-worker and I've become obsessed with him. Cool. Uh, the trouble is I'm a married woman with a little girl of five and I love my husband. Clearly not enough. Clearly not as much you love your colleagues. Cock. But this did not stop me from starting an affair with my colleague. I'm 28. My husband's 31. I love the age things. Cheers. This colleague and I always got on well and sometimes we stop off for a drink on the way home from work. One night when my husband and our daughter were staying with his mum, we had a drink at mine. Fucking hell. Error number one. How you bring some next man into the house? Are you nuts? Fucking hell. Um... Inevitably, we kissed. Then we kissed again. Um, it was as though everything had built up inside me and I could not stop myself. I bet you couldn't. We told one another we were at my house because we wanted to get a takeaway and we both knew what it, what, what it was really all about. We could not wait to get upstairs and get our clothes off. The sex was really passionate, I bet. But did you get that file done? Hey? Is that report being filed for Monday? Imagine they come back into work. He just acts cold shoulder. Gives no shits. Like, hi, Greg. And he's like, um, hi, Claire. Anyway, have you got that report done? What? That report? The one you're going to be working on this weekend? Um, I didn't have a chance to do it because I was busy. Okay, great. But the report needs to be done. So if it really isn't on my desk by 11 a.m., then I don't know what I can tell you. Except for clean your desk. Huh? Anyway, somehow I have to cope with seeing him at work and acting as though there is nothing going on. He finds it even more difficult because he hates the fact I'm married. He is single and 27. He doesn't hate the fact you're married. He fucking loves the fact you're married because now he doesn't have to commit anything to you. And you've given him the pong tang. So now he got the pong tang and doesn't have any of the stress. Nice. We exchange long lingering looks at work. Whenever he can, he touches me as he passes by. 
Our conversation is strained because none of it is what we really want to say. Am I fooling myself in thinking I can be in love with two men at the same time? My lover is all I think about when I'm not busy with work, running a home or being with my little girl. I think about him as I drift off to sleep and dream about him. When I wake up, he's the first thing I think about. We have sex whenever we can. I know I cannot go on like this, but this, but I could not bear to give him up. Um. Yeah, well, I think you should let your husband know. And, um... I don't know, man. Does a husband want to fucking hear that? You only want to hear that if you're leaving. Yeah, don't tell me you're having an affair with me, then tell me you love me, you want to stay. No, 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 no. Tell me you're having an affair and you're leaving. You've packed your shit up. You've, you know... You don't owe me anything, like, financially. And we're good. I mean, I'll be heartbroken and distressed, but... Don't say, oh, but I still love you. No, 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 no. That's too much for my brain to process. You've got to fuck off. Um, uh, let's see. Let's have a look. Friendship ruined. Nice. I moved in with my friend, but now he has a girlfriend. He's kicking me out. A long time friend suggested I move in with him and share his flat to help with bills when he lost his job and my parents are moving away. Now I feel like... A, an alien in my own home. Okay. I'm a girl of 23. Here it is. See, I thought you might be a bloke. But you're a girl. Of course you got to fuck off. Sorry, darling. I'm 23. I did all the cleaning and cooking, even when he got a new girlfriend. I did all the shopping as well, and they and they never said thanks. Of course. Because she's like, who's this bitch in your house? He's like, it's my flatmate and my mate. Yeah, but that needs to end now, doesn't it? What? She's my mate. And we live with each other. Yeah, but... I live here now, so... Tell her to fuck off. Um, <laughs> then he gave his girlfriend a key. There you go. She would walk through the room where I was sitting without a word. It has been cold. My supposed friend did much the same. Now he says he wants... To f now that he says they want the flats themselves... I am so upset that my friend of 11 years no longer wants me around and is making me homeless. He's not making you homeless. He's telling you to find a new home. I am the one suffering, yet I've done nothing wrong. What do you want to do then? You want to stay? What do you, yeah. What is your actual solution there? You want to stay? You want to join the threesome? I think that's what you do. Bang his girlfriend. Like the guy last week, he banged, he got his mum bagged by his girlfriend. Bang his girlfriend. Um, oh, this is cold. All right, wait, that's way too much. No, that one, not not reading that one. I don't have the skill set to read that. But I'll read this one, though. I've been with my older lover for 15 years, but he, has, he says our relationship is just based on sex. The man I have been, I've been having a relationship with for 15 years says we have... What we have between us is just sex. Wow. 15 years of booty calls. Shit, man. He's probably even got your number on a plan, isn't it? So, like, doesn't even charge. Free text to this number. Going to a fucking Vodafone. What would you like? I'd like the, the, the booty call package. Okay. Um, how many numbers would you like to add to the booty call package? Oh, just one. Just one, yeah. This one's pretty regular. Okay. 
Uh, would you like this number screened from your wife? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah of course. It's the booty call package, of course. Um, <laughs> he drops his plans with me to see his former girlfriend, who is now single again and wants to spend more time with him. Yeah, because he really likes her. Because how old are you? I'm 34, my guy's 59. Oh, dear. I feel we have more than just sex because we do normal relationship stuff, such as going to the cinema, having meals and walks in the park, etc. Okay, ladies, gentlemen, doing relationship stuff does not mean you're in a relationship. I know words don't mean much, okay, without action. But actions without words are just as meaningless as well, okay? Remember that. If I say you're my girlfriend, but I treat you like a prick, then you might not be my girlfriend. However, if I do girlfriend and boyfriendy stuff with you, like walks in the park, meals, cinema, but I don't tell you you're my girlfriend, again, you're not my girlfriend. Just remember that, people. It comes with both words and actions. And that's what this guy's been doing for 15 years. He's managed just to avoid the question. He's there at the pub going, you still seeing her? You still seeing her? That girl? Yeah, mate. How has it been for about 14 years? Alright, so you're pretty serious then. Nah. Never established it, have we? That's why you've never met her. But she's just like, oh my god, I'm so in love. Oh, I don't know where we're going though. Like we've been together for like 14 years. Nuts. He came with me when I go to my parents. He comes with me when I go to my parents' house for Sunday lunch and he knows the rest of my family too. Sure there's more between us than just sex. No. No. But 15 years of booty call. That that is mad i bet you've been holding off some real good dudes to be with this guy because you thought you was with him to hear all this time you was in an open relationship and you didn't know whoa right last one because this podcast is um it's dragging a bit isn't it 26 minutes right we're going to do near half an hour I'm so embarrassed about my buried penis. I can never show it to a woman. How do you bury a penis? What was that noise? That was any horror movie scream. I'm looking around the car. Didn't sound quite animal, didn't sound quite human. This is the part in the movie where I die. That was weird. Who the fuck is that? Don't like how that guy's walking. He is fucking hammered. Right. Let's wrap this up. Come on, let's go. Before she sends out a search party for me. Well, I'm so embarrassed about my penis, I can never show it to a woman. I'm 41, not not unattractive, and I can be charming when I try. But I have a problem when it comes to it. To it, sorry. Um, I have what is called a buried penis. What is that? I purposely lost weight, so, so as this is supposed to help, but it made no difference. What is a? I've got to Google what buried penis is.
buried penis is a condition that can affect boys and adult men. In this condition, the penis is of normal size but is hidden under the skin of the abdomen, thigh or scrotum. What? How's it hidden? Nah, what? I don't, I'm not getting this. What causes buried penis? No one causes a hidden birth may develop later in life. It is seen more often in infants and toddlers than it is in adult boys and men. Uh, the most common causes include abnormalities that are present at birth. The ligaments that attach the penis to underlying structures may be weaker than usual. Morbid obesity. Nah, I've got to see pictures of a buried penis. This is going to be weird in my fucking Google search, isn't it? Oh, God. Here we go. What the fuck? What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? This is fucking tragic. Guys, you've you've got to Google um buried penis because this it's like a a clip. What the fuck? I, I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, God. I need to stop looking at it. It's actually made me feel sick. <laughs> oh, this dude. Fuck no. Yeah, of course he's embarrassed. I'm embarrassed and depressed about it all my life. I saw a doctor and was referred to a specialist, but they don't do the op for men in my situation on the NHS, and I can't afford private treatment. I fear I'm stuck with this, and I'll be single until I die. Yeah, mate, save up the money and get that fixed. Um, wow, I'm never complaining about any problems I have in life. Because my, my weak, fucked up arm, don't matter. This guy has got a fucking penis, a buried penis. Guys, you've got Google buried penis. That's a weird note to end the podcast on, but I'm, I'm doing it, so... Um, Alright, that's the end of the podcast. Google buried penis. Alright, good night. <laughs> Fuck.